Anyway, so today's daf is Nunchet. We are starting at the very top of Nunchet Amud Aleph with the new parak Tamid Nishchat, which which uh, introduces us to the halachot of Korban Pesach. So up till now, we've really been discussing Chametz, Matzah, and so on, Minhagim of Erev Pesach. But now we're getting into the uh, Korban Pesach, and uh, in order to understand the Korban Pesach, of course, it was part of the order of the day, of the sacrificial day of Erev Pesach, because you didn't only have, you never only have a uh, one special Korban on a day, you always have the Korban Tamid, and you have to coordinate the, uh, the, uh, all of the different uh, uh, moving parts of the, of the Avodah with this edition of Korban Pesach, and basically what you have is the following issues, and I'm just going to lay out the issues kind of ahead of time. And then we'll see how they play out, but just to keep this in mind. So every day, the first offering that's brought on any given day, 365 days a year, is the Korban Tamid Shel Shachar, the morning Korban Tamid. Nothing is ever brought before that. Then, you have, then of course, you have in the afternoon what's called the Tamid Shel Ben Harbai, the afternoon Korban Tamid, which is always, almost always, 364 days of the year. So 364 days of the year is the last Korban that is brought of the day. Nothing else can be brought after Korban Tamid of the afternoon. Okay, so you have these two. They're like brackets on the day. Korban Tamid of the morning is the first thing. Korban Tamid of the afternoon is the last thing. And that's how most days in the Beit HaMikdash would operate. Now, obviously, if you have a Shabbat, so then you also have Musaf. Musaf is going to happen after the Tamid of the morning, but before, obviously, Minchav the afternoon, before the Korban Tamid of the afternoon. And you also have on Shabbat something called the Bazichin, the offering of the um, Levona that was together with the Lechem Apanim because they had the showbread that they would switch every Shabbat with the fresh bread, switching it out, switching out the old bread that had been there since the previous week. And they would offer the Bazichin, the spoonfuls of Levona, of the, it's called frankincense in English, that would be, uh, that's called the Bazichin, it's going to talk about. And exactly when the Bazichin were placed on the uh, altar is a matter of discussion that would also affect the scheduling of the day because if they are brought, if that is done before the Musaf, that's going to push Musaf a little bit later. Uh, if it's done after Musaf, then Musaf could be earlier, as the Gemara will discuss. Now, what are the issues in Korban Pesach? So what you have is as follows. Number one, Korban Pesach is, out of the 365 days of the year, the only day of the year that any individual Korban could ever be brought after the afternoon Tamid. Every other day of the year, 364 days of the year, the Korban Tamid of the afternoon is the closer of the day, which is why they kept it later in the day, because they wanted to give people the opportunity to bring other sacrifices during the rest of the day. So from the morning to the afternoon, you could bring korbanot, but then once they brought the korban tamid of the afternoon, it was closed for the rest of the day, essentially. So korban Pesach is the exception to the rule, because what they, but it has to be offered as close to night as possible, because the Torah talks about it as ben harbaim being in the afternoon. It has to be as, as much in the afternoon, as close to the night as possible, and therefore it is actually brought after the korban tamid of the afternoon. So that means that we need to pull the korban tamid of the afternoon up a little bit more. Because ra- rather than make it late, we want to make it earlier because we want more time at the end of the day for everyone to bring their Korban Pesach. Otherwise, people who want to bring the Korban Pesach, they won't be able to it won't, right, because there won't be enough time left in the afternoon. In other words, if we did the regular Korban Tamid of the afternoon late in the day, so then there's not going to be enough time, hours left in the day for people to bring Korban Pesach. So they pulled it up a little bit on that day. On the other hand, we don't want to disenfranchise people who might have personal Korbanot that want to bring them before the afternoon Korban is brought. In other words, imagine a typical Erev Pesach 
Pesach in Yerushalayim in the times of the Bet HaMikdash. There are some people who are there who just want to bring their Korban Pesach and that has to be done after the afternoon Korban. There are some people who want to bring their personal obligations of Nidarim Nidavot that they made for the previous, you know, during the past year and they haven't had the chance to bring it and this is their first time to Jerusalem that year and they want to bring them and those people don't want the Korban to be so early in the afternoon because that cuts them off from being able to bring their personal uh, requirements. So we have to balance the obligation of giving some time to the people who want to bring their personal uh, korbanot and uh, and th- th- those who uh, are interested just in bringing their korban Pesach. So to accommodate both, we make it a little bit earlier, but not too early. That's the point. If we make the korban of the afternoon too early, then nobody will have time to bring their other obligations that they want to bring on that day. If we bring the korban of the afternoon too late, then people won't have time to bring their korban Pesach, which has to be after the uh, Korban Tamid of the afternoon. So we have to balance these two things. There are other issues that have to be balanced as well. And obviously, if the Kor- if Pes- Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbat, for example, there's no concern about people bringing their personal Korbanot. The only Korban you're allowed to bring on that day would be Korban Pesach. And, and oh, if Erev Pesach falls out on Erev Shabbat, you have another problem, which is you have to not only slaughter the Korban Pesach before the holiday starts, you also have to cook it before the holiday starts. So you need more time. So all of these factors had to be uh, worked out in the scheduling of the Korban. And that's really what this first uh, subject is going to talk about. So the, so the Mishnah says, Tamid Nishchat is talking, when we talk about the eight, eight and a half, it means 2.30. Now we're talking about, in other words, you have to envision a day where sunrise is at 6 a.m. and sunset is at 6 p.m. So therefore, two o'clock is the completion of the eighth hour of the day, and eight and a half would mean 2.30 p.m., just about, and by the time they got everything done, after they slaughtered it and they did whatever the other processes were, it was actually on the altar and being consumed by 3.30 p.m. That's what we call today Mincha Ktana. From that time on is Mincha Ktana, the time of uh, praying in the afternoon, which is which some say is even better than praying earlier, right? Even though technically, according to the Torah, it could be offered any time after 6.30, but I mean, after six and a half hours, meaning after 12.30, but... Um, but we ideally, this is when it was done. Between 2.30 and 3.30 is when it was done. Um, however, on Erev Pesach, they would back it up an hour and start the process at 1.30. It would be offered, it would be, um, you know, finished up by 2.30. Whether on weekday or on Shabbat, in order to allow people that extra hour of bringing the Korban Pesach in the afternoon, which had to be done after that offering was brought. Now, if Erev Pesach coincides with Erev Shabbat, so in that case, they would have to bring the Korban, pe- they would have to bring the Korban of the afternoon very early, the earliest possible, which is 12.30, right? The reason being, and it would be, it would be on the altar by 1.30 and the reason behind that was because the Pesach would have to come after it and in that case not only do you have to make time for the slaughtering of the Korban Pesach but since you can't cook on Shabbat you have to also roast your Korban Pesach before Shabbat comes in so that it requires even more time so they made it as early as possible they brought the Korban Tamid of the afternoon as early as possible when Erev Pesach fell on Erev Shabbat so to allow not only for people to bring their Korban Pesach but also to roast it before Shabbat came in. So that's that's the scheduling. So you either have, uh, so on a typical day of the year, the Korban Pesach, the Korban of the afternoon rather, Korban Tamir of the afternoon is going to be offered at 3.30, at, at 3.30 on, a, on Erev Pesach 2.30 and at, uh, and on Erev Pesach Shechal Be'er of Shabbat 1.30, okay? If you, and obviously that means it's slaughtered an hour before that. So meaning on a, t- on a typical day, the Korban of the afternoon is slaughtered 2.30, 
on Erev Pesach, 1.30, and uh, on Erev Pesach that falls on Erev Shabbat, it's going to be at 12.30, yes? Yeah, we're going to talk about that, but we didn't get to that yet. Yeah. The Mishnah didn't talk about that yet. Okay. It will, it will talk about that. Now, so Gemara says, Where do we get this idea of when the Korban, Pesach, Korban Tamid of the afternoon has to be brought? It says the first Korban of the day is brought in the morning and the second one is brought in the afternoon. And it says, It's a double language. So, Put it in between the two evenings, okay? Uh, so which means, uh, So basically how they interpret, why, why do we offer the Korban of the afternoon exactly at 2.30? What's the reason behind it? Oh, because that leaves exactly, it's exactly in the middle of the afternoon. Because from midday until when you slaughter it is two and a half hours. Okay, then it takes an hour to do it. And then from the and from when it's on the altar to the end of the day, from three thirty to six is another two and a half hours. So in other words, it's exactly smack in the middle of the afternoon. That's why they do it at that time. Now wait a second. You're telling me that we learned straight out of a pasuk in the Torah that you must offer the korban of the afternoon exactly at that time, two thirty to three thirty. But if that's true, then how could it be that on erev pesach we don't do that? You're telling me the Torah explicitly tells tells you that you must offer the Korban of the afternoon at that time at 2.30. So, so how can we make it earlier on Erev Pesach? That makes no sense. Really, the mitzvah of the Tamid, says Rava, is from the time that the shadows of the evening start to turn. In other words... It, it, we know that in the morning the, sh- the, the sun is rising in the east and, and that's why it's called Mizrach. And by the time it gets over your head at the midday, okay, it's right over your head, there's no shadow. Right, that's how you can tell. And then once it starts to shift, the shadow starts to move. So really, the time that you can do the korban of the afternoon is when the shadow starts to move again. Because it's when it's directly overhead, there's no shadow. Because it's shining right on you. Once it starts to move again, that's what you can do it. My time, what's the reason? That's what it means, between the evenings, literally. It means, from the time that the sun starts to move to the west. Okay, meaning right after midday, that's when you start to do it. So he's sort of inserting something here. So basically what he's saying is, I, in theory, from the time that the sun starts to shift westward, now obviously we know that the sun doesn't really move, it's really the earth moving out. But, you know, but meaning from our perspective, the sun begin, you know, begins to move in the sky uh, westward, so for, really, which would be around between, let's say, 12 and 12.30 on that perfect day. So as soon as that happens, we can start bringing the Korban of the afternoon. The only thing is, since that will cut off everyone's access to the Beit HaMikdash for the rest of the day, because once we offer that afternoon Korban, we are no longer allowed to offer any personal Korbanot for the day, so that will shut everybody out. You only give them three hours, so that's not nice. So therefore, or maybe a little bit more than three hours, but you know, you only gave them the morning. You didn't give them the afternoon. So that's, and, and we said, other days of the year, people have personal Korbanot they want to bring. The Torah said, the Pasuk says, and it's actually in the Korbanot of the morning that those who read the Korbanot of the morning in the Sidur will read, it's when it talks about the fire of the Mizbeach in the morning that you put the Ola, you put the Korban Tamid on it and you burn on it you burn on it the Shelamim and we say uh, the Master said on it 
we complete all of the korbanot, which means to say, Rashi explains, Al tamid shel shachar, hashlem kol korbanot velo tashlimem al tamid shel erev. In other words, you can only bring korbanot following the morning korban. Alei hashlem kol korbanot kulam. Anything you want to bring for that day has to be after the morning korban, but not after the afternoon korban. After the afternoon korban, you cannot. So that means that you're cutting yourself off. So mechorinan lei tarteisha e. Therefore, we delay two hours. Normally, we say zrizim aktivim lemitzvot. Do a mitzvah as early as you can. 12.30, we should be already doing korban of the afternoon. No, but, but people won't be able to bring any korban on. So therefore, what do we say? So therefore, that's what we do it at 2.30 to give people some time. And now on Erev Pesach, where you have another issue on the other side, right? We need to get the korban of the afternoon done so we can do the korban Pesach because that's the only time you're doing something after the korban of the afternoon. So we pull it back one hour. We do it at 1.30. And then if Erev Pesach falls on Erev Shabbat, you also have to cook it. Right? You can't cook the Korban Pesach on Shabbat. So, then we go back to the Ikar Hadin. We go back to the most basic halacha of all, which is do it at 12.30. In other words, start the process at 12.30 and put on the Korban at 1.30. That's the idea. Ravah is saying, don't try to learn it from Pasuk that it has to be exactly at 2.30. No, the reason for 2.30 is a compromise because we want to give people time to bring Korbanot in between the morning, sh- morning Korban and the afternoon Korban. And on Erev Pesach, where we need to put things after the afternoon Korban, we pull it up. And on Erev, when it falls also Erev Shabbat, we pull it up even another hour to give people time not only to bring their Korban Pesach, but also to, uh, to roast it, okay? So that Tanur Rabbanan, the rabbis taught. Now here we get into the question that Mr. Levi was asking about what about when it falls on Shabbat, which is a, an important discussion too. Now, what's to recommend? See, on one hand, just to speak speak it out, just in theory, so on one end you could say, well, we just said that the only reason we normally delay the korban of the afternoon, the korban time of the afternoon, is only because people are going to bring their personal korbanot in between the morning and the afternoon korbanot, but they don't do that on Shabbat. So what's the need to do that on Shabbat? You don't need to do that on Shabbat. Right, so that's that's one of the issues they're going to discuss. Like its order during the weekday is its order on Shabbat, says Rabbi Ishmael. Now, there's going to be three different opinions of what this brayta means, but literally, what it means is the order on the weekday is the order on Shabbat, according to Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Akiva Pesach. No, like the order on erev Pesach. What are they talking about? What like the order of erev Pesach? What case are they talking about? Doesn't say. So, Mike Amar Amar Abaye gives the first suggestion. Hachik Amar. I need to read something into here. There's some context missing, obviously, from this bright that we have no idea what it's saying. So there's going to be three theories of what the context is. Number one is, What it means is that the same way we do the Korban of the afternoon on, Erev, on, on a weekday Erev Pesach, that's how we should do it on Shabbat Erev Pesach. In other words, what do we say on weekday Erev Pesach? That we move it at one hour. So normally we do it at 2.30, we're going to do it at 1.30. Right? So too, if it falls on Shabbat, we should do the same thing. We should move it up uh, one hour. Okay? We're not going to move it up two hours. We're going to move it up one hour. And actually, that may, because think about it this way. They also don't cook the Korban Pesach on Shabbat when it's slaughtered on Shabbat. They wait till after Shabbat. So they don't need the extra time to cook. So it's not the same thing. Right? Rabbi Akiva Shabbat. No, we should do it as a, on Shabbat. We do like we would do if it was a Friday. Meaning to say, just like we move it up to actually 12.30 or 1.30, right? The 12.30, 1.30 slot 
for when Erev Pesach falls on Erev Shabbat, we should move the afternoon Korban up also to that slot on uh, Shabbat, okay? That's the, the, so according to Abaye, this discussion is, now the key thing is, according to the first two opinions, this discussion is about, is about, the, is about Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach either that, fo- that, you know, that falls on Shabbat. And the question is, how should we treat it? Should we treat it like a regular Erev Pesach? Because after all, we don't have any concerns about people bringing korbanot before that. And, uh, and we also don't have um, any concerns about people cooking, right? We don't have to cook. On the other hand, Rabbi Akiva says, no, we're going to treat it like as if it were Erev Pesach. The question is, why? Since we don't have to cook the korban Pesach in the afternoon, why? Right? So we can ask the question on Rabbi Ishmael, why not move it all the way back? Because after all, we could say that uh, we don't have any concern about people having to bring korbanot in between, so why not move it all the way back? On the other hand, we could say, why move it all the way back if the normal reason is to uh, cook in the afternoon? So either they're going to have to... So that would mean that our Mishnah that says that when the afternoon korban was brought on Erev Pesach, whether weekday or Shabbat was the same, that's Rabbi Ishmael. saying that basically you do it at 2.30, that normally in a week they, you do it at from the 2.30 to 3.30 slot. And on Erev Pesach, you do it from the 1.30 to 2.30 slot, whether that Erev Pesach is Shabbat or weekday. Okay? That's what he would say. Okay, now, uh, that, that's our Mishnah, whereas Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva, according to this, on Shabbat, moves it back even another hour when it falls out on Shabbat. He moves it back another hour. Now, Bimaika Mipalgi... What's the real source of the machloket here? It can't be that, uh, it, you know, we're not talking about people bringing individual korbanot on Shabbat, obviously, and we're not talking about people cooking on Shabbat. So that can't be the issue. So what's the issue? It really revolves around what I mentioned before about the bazichin and the musafin. What is the right order of bringing the, um, when they would bring these spoons of frankincense from the Lechem Apanim and put them on the altar. Did they do that before Musaf or after Musaf? Rabbi Ishmael Savar Musafin Kodamin Lebazichit. Rabbi Ishmael says that first you do the Musafin. Now everyone seems to agree that you only started doing the Musafin around 11 a.m. So that would mean you would do this Musafin around 11 a.m. And then you would have to do the Lechem Apanim and, the, and so on starting after that. So by the time you did the Lechem Apanim, it was already in the one o'clock hour and you start the Korban, Pes- of, the, uh, korban of the Afternoon at 1.30 that's why he's pushing it to one, the 132.30 slot because you have to put the bazichin in there, right? On the other hand, right? So, so therefore what? So therefore it says that avad musafin b'shesh. So when did they do the musaf? At the sixth hour, meaning to say at, that was already at 11 a.m. Ubazichin b'sheva. And then they did the, the frankincense of the lechem apanim at seven, right? Which means at 12 o'clock. Right? Meaning from 12 to 1. And then, And then they would bring the Korban Tamid in the afternoon at 1.30. But the reason was not because, in other words, the point here is that really in theory you should just do it as soon as possible. Because there's no reason to make more time for people to bring individual Korbanot. They don't need to. And on the, on the contrary, it's Erev Pesach. Give people more time to bring the Korban Pesach. So they should pull it up as early as possible. The only thing is, according to him, the earliest possible you could do it is is one thirty because you have to do musaf korban musaf at eleven a.m. which apparently took an hour and then at twelve they would start doing the lechem apanim stuff they would take the uh, the the frankincense spoons and put that on the mizbeach and so on all those th- that was all done starting at twelve by the time they were done it was already in the one o'clock hour they started at one o'clock at one thirty Rabbi Akiva says the musafin on the other hand Rabbi Akiva says no that. Uh, that the bazichin come before the musafit. That meaning you do the uh, frankincense before the musaf. Meaning it was already done by 11 a.m. So when you came to the musaf at 11 a.m., you were already done with the lechem apanim. 
So bazichin bechamesh, meaning they would do the bazichin, the spoons, at five, which five means to say at 10 a.m. Umusafim b'shesh, and then 11 a.m. they would do the korban of the musaf. Va'avid le'letamid b'shesh u'mechitza, and they could already start doing the afternoon tamid by 12:30. Okay, shesh u'mechitza means six full hours plus a half, meaning 12:30. So, according to this, everybody agrees we should really do it as early as possible. The only question is, what's as early as possible? According to Rabbi Ishmael, since you have to do the Musaf at 11, and then you have to squeeze in the Lechem Apanim service, so the earliest you're going to be able to do it is going to be at 1.30. Whereas, according to Rabbi Akiva, since you can do the, or you should do, the, the, uh, the, the Bazichin, you do the, uh, the spoons of the uh, frankincense, prior to the Musaf, so therefore you're doing the Musaf with nothing ahead of you at 11 a.m. By the time you're done, let's say it's 12, so by 12.30 you can already do the Korban of the afternoon. So according to this, everybody is agreeing that we should really do it as early as possible. The only question is, what's as early as possible when Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat? Since there's no impetus to leave more time for people to bring any more Korbanot because it's Shabbat. There's no more Korbanot to bring. Okay? Makes sense. That's, now, Matkif Rava Rava says, No! Midi Rabbi Akiva! You're reading something into Rabbi Akiva, because what does Rabbi Akiva actually say? Rabbi Akiva actually said, Kesidro Be'erev Pesach. That's, those were his words. You should do it like Erev Pesach. He didn't say Erev Pesach, Shechaliot Be'erev Shabbat. You're assuming that Rabbi Akiva is saying that when Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, you should treat it like it fell on a Friday. He doesn't actually say that. He just says you should treat it like Erev Pesach, which, we, which is unclear, well, right? Exactly. What? What does that mean? Exactly. It was unclear. Right? Which sounds like, so now, Ela, um, so he says, really what he said was, he didn't say, Shechal Be'erv Shabbat Katani, Kisidro Be'erv Pesach Stama Katani. He just said Stam. He just said simply, Erv Pesach. Ela Amar Avahachikamar. This is what it means. Kisidro Bechol De Alma. Kach Sidro Be'shabbat Be'erv Pesach Div Rabbi Ishmael. He's taking Rabbi Ishmael a notch down. He's saying, no, what Rabbi Ishmael actually meant was, on an Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbat, you don't need to make it any earlier. Just make it like a weekday. Meaning, when is the Korban of the afternoon normally brought on a weekday? 2.30 to 3.30, right? Do that on Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbat because what's the, what's the, what's the reason? He's going to give a reason in a second. He's going to say why. He's going to say because you want to make it as close to the evening as possible so the meat doesn't spoil. Okay, because they can't cook it until the nighttime anyway. Right? Rabbi I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving, I'm foreshadowing for you, but, you know, I'm giving it away, but that's what I was going to say. No, and Rabbi Akiva is saying, no, that Erev Pesach Shechal B'Shabbat should be the same as any other Erev Pesach. And it should be at 1.30 to 2.30, not 2.30 to 3.30. And what's the, and, and, and according to that, in our Mishnah that said that there's no difference between an Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbat and an Erev Pesach that falls on Chol, is not going to be like Rabbi Ishmael. Because Rabbi Ishmael actually says that an Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbat is later. The Korban of the afternoon is later than an Erev Pesach that falls on, uh, on a weekday. But it's going to be Rabbi Akiva that says that it's the same. Okay, so according to Rava, what you have, according to Abaye, what you had was that Rabbi Akiva was saying you should do it at 12.30. When, when, when Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, you should do it at 12.30 just like you do when Erev Pesach falls on Erev Shabbat. And that Rabbi, and that, uh, Rabbi Ishmael was saying you should do it at 1.30 because you have to squeeze in the service of the spoons of the, uh, of the Lechem Apani. And now Ravah is saying, no, 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 no. It's, a, it's all later than that. Really, Rabbi Akiva is saying you should do it at 1.30 the way that you normally do on an Erev Pesach. And Rabbi Ishmael is the one who's saying you should do it like you do on a weekday. 
He's saying you should do it, meaning when it's not even Erev Pesach. Just do it at 2.30 to 3.30 like you do on a regular weekday because why we should make it as close to the night as possible. So then the question is like this, what's the machloket? They're worried about the ruining of the meat. Rabbi Ishmael because Rabbi Akiva is worried, Rabbi Ishmael rather is worried that the meat is going to get heated up, it's going to be exposed to the sun, it's going to be spoiled. Remember, they didn't have refrigerators obviously back then. And Rabbi Akiva wasn't worried about that, he didn't, make a, he didn't say that extra hour is going to make a difference. Okay, now we turn to Amud Bet, so if that's true, that Rabbi Akiva doesn't care about how early you bring the Korban Pesach, then there's a very simple question. So, so why not mitzvot? Why don't you go as early as possible? And as Rashi says, there's a ton of uh, korban pesach to be brought, and there's no other korbanot that need to be brought on that day. So why not just do it at twelve thirty? Like, uh, well, like Abaye was suggesting before, Rabbi Akiva said twelve thirty was the time to start the korban of the afternoon, so you have as much time as possible. So why doesn't he do that if he's not worried about the spoiling of the meat? So according to this version, he says, no, Musafin come before Bazichin, meaning the earliest possible time that you're going to be able to do it is going to be 1.30, because you have to do Musaf first and then Lechem Apanim, right? right? Which means that you bring the Korban Musaf at 11 a.m. and you do the service of the Lechem Apanim with the spoons of frankincense and so on at, at 12. And then you're going to do the, uh, the, the Korban Tamir of the afternoon. It's not going to, it's going to be delayed until start time of 1.30. But that's because according to this version, it's flipping it around, right? Before we were saying, oh, the way that Rabbi Akiva got you to start at 12.30 was by saying that the Bazichin come before the Musaf. Now he's saying, no, the Bazichin come after the Musaf and therefore it's going to be later. Right and uh, and and that's a uh, that's a machlok in a masachet yoma. Actually, it's discussed right, and that's why in the um, in the uh, th- there's a uh, we have abaye hava misader sedar marachamish madag maravali badaba shaul in the sidur, and where he talks about that, and he says bazichin and the musafin in there. So matkiv le rababar ula. So now we have a third opinion. So these first two opinions both agree that the discussion between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva was about the korban was about erev pesach. Right? But if you look back at the text, what did it actually say? It just said, It could have been talking about not an Erev Pesach. And then Rabbi Akiva says, no, it's like Erev Pesach. Meaning maybe they're not talking about Erev Pesach at all. Maybe Rabbi Shema wasn't even talking about Erev Pesach. He was just talking about when to bring the Korban Tamid of the afternoon on any Shabbat. Where does it say that he was talking about Erev Pesach? And that's what, that's what Rabbi Bar is going to say. Rabbi Bar Ula midi kisidro b'chol kach sidro b'shabat be'erv ha'pesach. Rabbi Shmuel Katani. Where did Rabbi Shmuel even mention that he was talking about erv pesach? He's talking about the korban tamid of the afternoon on any Shabbat, not on erv pesach. And therefore, so what he really meant was he, all he said was kach. All he said was kach sidro b'shabat stama katani. All he said was the way it's done on the weekdays, the way it should be done on Shabbat. Meaning, he's just saying forget about pesach. On Air, on Shabbat, on the weekday, why do we bring the korban of the afternoon at 2.30 to 3.30? To give people time to bring individual korbanot. So you might say that's not relevant on Shabbat, where there's no individual korbanot. So Rabbi Shemal is saying, no, kisidro b'chol, kach sidro b'shabbat. We still bring it at 2.30 to 3.30 on a, uh, on a Shabbat, even though it doesn't make sense. It's not necessary, right? This is really what the discussion was between Rabbi Shemal and Rabbi Akiva. You're reading into it 
Too much. They weren't talking about Erev Pesach. Yishmael was talking about just like every other day of the year, the Korban Tamid of the afternoon was brought at 2.30. It's the same thing on Shabbat, even though the reasoning doesn't apply because there's no individual Korbanot brought during the rest of the day. It doesn't matter. Okay? Not talking about Erev Pesach. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Kisidro Be'erev Pesach Alma, Shabbat Alma. And along comes Rabbi Akiva and says, No, on Shabbat, we should use the model of Erev Pesach. Not that they're talking about Erev Pesach. They're actually just talking about a regular Shabbat. He's saying, On regular Shabbat, you should go like Erev Pesach. All right? Um, meaning, you should move up the time. Why? Because there's no need to make it any later. Because there's no Korbanot being offered during the rest of the day. So why not make it earlier? And according to this, when it said that Erev Pesach, we offer the Korban of the afternoon at, uh, it said that we move it up to seven to uh, 1.30 instead of 2.30, that's whether weekday or Shabbat, that's according to everyone. Everyone agrees that we, we move up the Korban Tamid of the afternoon when it's Erev Pesach. We always move it up to, seven, to, uh, to 2.30. And from 2.30 to 1.30, rather. Right? We always do that. The question is, what about on, on a regular Shabbat, what do we do? And Rabbi Akiva is saying, you should also do that on a regular Shabbat. Because why do you need to make it later? That's, all, that's, that's a whole other day. But the Musaf is longer, but it's, it would be the same. There's extra Musaf. The Musaf is a little longer, but... You can't, what? On a Shabbat or Chodesh? You can never bring individual korban on no, Shabbat. Yeah, extra. Yeah, there's extra. Musaf is a big, uh, more, when, more animal. When they bring the Shabbat Musaf, korban. He just said eleven a.m. Eleven. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so in any case, so right. So, so, th- so therefore, they all agree that in Erev Pesach, in general, it's always at one thirty, starting starting time one thirty, unless it's an Erev Shabbat. And the, the only argument they were having was on a typical Shabbat, what time should you have the afternoon korban? Should you have it at the normal time of the weekday, 2.30? Or should you make it a little bit earlier because what's the reason to delay it? You might as well do it earlier, right? And therefore, the issue is this. And b'maika mipalgi, so what is the machlokah? They're arguing about a gzera here. Whether we Rabbi Shmuel says, you know what? We don't want people to get confused. If we start making it earlier, there's going to be pressure. The Kohanim say, listen, I want to go home early. Let's just do the Korban Tamid of the afternoon, an hour early, like we do on, you know, like we do on Shabbat. On Shabbat, there's a reason. There's nobody waiting to bring any individual Korbanot, but on the weekday, it's bad because it, and then people have to get in in such a small window of time. It's closing too early. They don't want to do that. So the, the Kohanim did that on Shabbat. Then they might end up doing that on the weekday. That wouldn't be good. On the other hand, Rabbi Akiva, Akiva Savar, Logazrina. Rabbi Akiva says we're not worried about that event- about that possibility. Quite and, sure what they do. Well, well, yeah, maybe you know, or or be, uh, you see the possibility. The, the question is, is the concern that they're going to do the same thing on the weekday and disadvantage people, or is the concern that people will end up bringing korbanot after the time after the afternoon korban is brought? I think what it means is that they're afraid that the kohanim will make it earlier. In other words, once they see that they can close early on Shabbat, maybe they'll also want to close up early on weekday. You know, and, and then it'll disadvantage people. But Ilo Gazrinan, but if that's true, that we don't make a gzira, according to Rabbi Akiva, we're not worried that we have to do it at the same time because he's saying on Shabbat, make it an hour earlier, no problem. So then, So then why don't we make it at, 
Well, like we said before, why don't you just make it then at twelve thirty? Why, why one thirty? So the answer is kasevam musafim kodnei bazechin. Right, musafim b'shesh bazechin b'zayin b'avilat amid b'zayin v'mechitza. So it's the same thing. In other words, there's a different question about what's the earliest possible time that you could even do the korban tamid if you wanted to, right? Which is going to depend on whether the bazechin. Whether those spoons of frankincense of the lechem apanim come after the musaf or before the musaf, because if they're after the musaf, it's always going to push the earliest possible, logistically possible time of the korban of the afternoon. It's going to push it a little bit later. So, but the point is that according to this, Rabbi Akiva is saying that on a regular Shabbat, you do it the earliest you can, right? Which is going to be one uh, thirty because of the problem of having to do the lechem apanim. And Rabbi Shmuel says, no, do it at the regular time so people don't become accustomed to closing up early and the kohanim go home early and then you know they. Uh, they, they end up closing up too early, right? So maybe there is an objection. So it says the tamid of all year round is brought according to its according to its rule. It should it should be brought at two thirty, meaning slaughtered at two thirty and offered at night at three thirty. Right? Like we said in the Mishnah, on Erev Pesach, you slaughter at 1.30, you offer at 2.30. So this is exactly our case, right? If it falls on Shabbat, it's the same as falling on a Monday. Right? So the question is, why does he pick a Monday? So the Mepharshim say, I was just giving an example, whatever. But the point is, meaning whatever you do on Shabbat should be whatever you do on weekday, according to Rabbi Ishmael, right? Right? So that's, that's what it sounds like. Rabbi Akiva Omer, no, it should be like Erev Pesach. What do you mean like Erev Pesach? You're talking about Erev Pesach. Right? So it says, so this makes sense according to Abaye, because Abaye will say that what's the issue here? The issue here is that Rabbi Ishmael is saying, right, that, that, that basically you should do on a Shabbat the same as you do, meaning an Erev Pesach Shechal B'Shabbat, you should do the same as you do on Erev Pesach that falls on a weekday. Which is exactly what Abaye said that Rabbi Ishmael said. That if, er, that if Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, you bring the Korban of the afternoon at 1.30. And, that, and according to Abaye, uh, Rabbi Akiva was putting it even an hour earlier than that and saying you bring it at 12.30. Right? That, was, that was the issue according to, according to Abaye. So it makes perfect sense because he'll say that Rabbi Ishmael was saying that if Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, it's just like falling on a weekday. You should do the Korban of the afternoon at, um, at, at, uh, you know, at, at 1.30 instead of 2.30. And that Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva was saying, no, it's like when it falls on Erev Pesach, meaning Erev Pesach of Erev Shabbat. Right? You still have to read that into it. But meaning the special Erev Pesach of Erev Shabbat, meaning that you have to do it at 12.30. So that would be according to Abaye. But El Ravah, but the problem is according to Ravah, because Ravah is saying that, <coughs> that, that even according to Rabbi Ishmaelir, right, that, um, that Rabbi Ishmaelir is supposed to say that it should be later. Right on uh, on uh, erev Pesach that falls on Shabbat, it should be later, not not the same as the uh, as a regular erev Pesach. Because Rabbi Ravah was saying it should make it later because the meat might spoil. Now, but says Amalach Ravah lotema kechal b'sheni b'Shabbat elaima kesheni b'Shabbat de Alma. Not like when erev Pesach falls out on uh, on Monday, but like a regular Monday. In other words, what he meant was Rabbi Shmuel is saying that when. Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, bring the Korban Tamid of the afternoon as if it were a regular Monday, meaning as if it were a regular day, not a regular Erev Pesach, because when it falls on Shabbat, you actually want it to be later because you want the Korban Pesach to be slaughtered later because you don't want the meat to be lying around that long. So that's how Rafa will amend the Brighta. But here's another one. 
Again, sounds just like our case. If it falls out on Shabbat, you should do it the way that you do it all year round, says Rabbi Ishmael. Now that actually sounds like exactly what Ravah said. Right? Because Ravah is saying that when should you do the, uh, what should they do with the uh, uh, Korban Tamid of the afternoon when, it fall, when Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat? They should make it at 2.30 like they normally do because they want to make it later. Right? And Rabbi Akiva Omer, Kisidro, Be'erev Pesach. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, you should treat it like a regular Erev Pesach. That's exactly what Ravah basically said. That on a Shabbat, you should make the Korban of the afternoon at 2.30 according to Rabbi Ishmael, 1.30 according to Rabbi Akiva. Now, now the question is, So This is perfectly Ravah, because exactly what Ravah said. Ravah was saying that Rabbi, that Rabbi Ishmael is saying that you should make the, uh, the, the Shabbat uh, Korban of the afternoon on Shabbat, the, the Erev Pesach, at the regular time, 2.30, and Rabbi Akiva saying an hour earlier, right? But according to Abaye, it's wrong. Because according to Abaye, even according to Rabbi Ishmael, it has to be earlier. Not like the rest of the year, it has to be earlier. Right? According to Rabbi Ishmael, it has to be at 1.30, and according to Rabbi Akiva, at 12.30. And that's not what it says here. Right? It doesn't mean you should do it like you do the rest of the year. Rabbi Ishmael doesn't mean you should do it at 2.30 on Shabbat of Pesach like you do every other day of the year. What he meant was like every other Pesach you should do it, meaning at 1.30. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Kesidro Erev Pesach, Shechali Yot Erev Shabbat. And what Rabbi Akiva meant was you should do it like Erev Pesach, it falls on Friday, meaning you should do it at 12.30. So basically what you do, both Braitot require some emendation, creative rewriting, in order to satisfy the opinion of Abaye versus Ravah. But just to quickly summarize what you have here is like this. You have the following. Everybody agrees that Erev Pesach, a normal Erev Pesach, so actually let me start over. A normal day, Korban Tambit of the afternoon is brought at two, between 2.30 and 3.30. And everybody agrees that on a normal Erev Pesach, the Korban Tamid of the afternoon is brought between 1.30 and 2.30 in order to allow for more time for the Korban Pesach after that. And everybody also agrees that when it's Erev Shabbat, you make it even an hour earlier than that. That you make it at 12.30, so that way there's even more time for the Korban Pesach and there's no concern of, the, uh, of people, uh, because, you have to also, uh, because you have to also cook the Korban Pesach before Shabbat starts. So that gives you even more time. So you move it back two hours, actually, when Erev Pesach coincides with Erev Shabbat, because you want to have time to cook the Korban Pesach. Yeah, the Erev issue, Pesach is Erev Shabbat. When Erev Pesach is Erev Shabbat, you go back two hours. Like on Friday. Right, okay. that's Erev Shabbat, yeah. So now, in the case of, um, in the case of uh, Shabbat itself, is where you have an argument. So there you have, you have Rabbi Ishmael and you have Rabbi Akiva. According to the interpretation of Rabbi Ishmael, there's two possibilities, right? Either Rabbi Ishmael was saying you should leave on Shabbat, the time of the Korban of the afternoon, the same as every other day. You shouldn't make it any earlier because the Korban Pesach being later is better. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, you should make it like a regular Erev Pesach at 1.30. That was what Ravah said. That's the same thing. Uh, how is that the same 30? Same thing. 2.30 and 1.30 are the same thing? Oh, Maybe for Persians, <laughs> <laughs> but not, not for everybody else. Yeah, so, that, that, yeah. so, so that, that would be right. So two thirty for Rabbi Ishmael and one thirty for Rabbi Akiva. On on uh, on the um, Abaye said no, no, no. Rabbi Ishmael says one thirty, uh-huh. and Rabbi Akiva says twelve thirty. Okay, that was the, that, those are the interpretations of Abaye and and, and Rava. Erev Pesach Shachal B'Shabbat. Then along comes Rava Bar Ulan says no. 
everybody agrees that on, that erev pesach that falls on Shabbat is no different than any other erev pesach. You, everybody agrees. You just do it at one thirty. There's no discussion otherwise. The question is on a regular Shabbat, what time should you bring the korban of the afternoon? Should you bring it at the time that you bring it the rest of the year, the rest of the week, which is designed at that time because people bring personal korbanot earlier in the day and you want to give them more time, but that's not relevant to Shabbat. So Rabbi Ishmael says you should still keep the same standard so people don't get confused, don't make any mistakes. Rabbi Akiva says no, on Shabbat you should do it as early as you can. It just happens to be that the earliest he thinks that you can is one thirty because of other scheduling conflicts. But Erev Pesach, it falls on Shabbat, according to that third opinion, always will be the same as any other day, Erev Pesach, which is that we start the offering of the Korban Tamid of the afternoon at one. 30. So that's, that's, that's basically a summary of it.